This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. I'm telling you, Cecil, I can't take much more of this. Rustic workmen who've turned the Sanajan into a smokehouse. Coveralls that don't quite cover all. And a psychotic little boy who will not stop hounding me. This little boy right here. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Yes, and we're back to our encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons 1 through 10. This is Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And we are talking about the episode Brother from another series. It is another sideshow Bob Spectacular. He's back. He's back, baby, and will never come and back. And it's his last it's appearance. His last ever appearance. <laughs> last ever appearance. When is actually his Is it 11? Because his is his next appearance actually I, I know we're doing that joke but I'm actually <laughs> I want to talk about it his his next appearance actually the uh, Frank Grimes Jr. one is that his next appearance I think it's the day of the Jack and Apes is it is that before the sideshow bo- or the fuck the <laughs> um essentially the signs of the lambs uh, episode to catch um, a killer we need to we need to team up with a killer yeah that that's the that's the whole idea i think um you'll he, find out he appears in uh sideshow bob roberts and then sideshow bob's last gleaming and mm-hmm. then brother from another series and then day of the jack and apes oh that is okay yeah for some reason i thought the next time he appeared was that bad frank grimes jr one and that is a very bad episode yeah because yeah. i do remember watching this episode as it aired and this ending happening with him being locked up with his brother and never seeing him again for many seasons. So I'm like, Oh, you know what? That's a good place for his, his story to end. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Him getting a redemption kind of, but then no one believing him. So he's just in jail again. Yeah. And brother from another series is 1997 and he doesn't return until 2001. Yeah. Like it's a long gap because up to this point, it's been pretty much every year. Yep. Right. Yeah. Was it literally every year? Well, no. Um, there's one year he wasn't in, right? In, um, in season, uh, it, it basically, it's season four, he's not in it. Right, uh, five, one. six, seven, eight, he's he's in it. Because he's in seasons one and two. He, or two and three, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He's in um, he's in season one, not season two, then Black Widow, oh, right. season three. I mix up one and two a lot. Then not season four, and then he and has he's that. he's there every year. He has what I call a perfect run. Yeah. After after Black Widower and well I like Black Widower but mm-hmm. after season four it's like five six, six seven, seven eight, eight four nailed it. perfect episodes and retire yeah and you're done Kelsey spin a slice yeah but he Take didn't off. get he didn't get his Emmy he never got his Emmy never got so, his Emmy until until the Italian the Bob. Italian Bob which is a bad episode very bad which we cover on our Patreon if you'd like to listen to that subscribe to our Patreon two dollars a month to get everything we do and Jack and Apes we we cover that we one did as do well. that one as well yeah, yeah those are the yeah. two Bob ones we did guess which one's the better one neither 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was trying to remember if we came down on which one was better. I think probably Jack and Apes. I came in with Jack and Apes yeah. being the better one, but it's bad. I mean, it's still bad. Yeah. yeah. It's very bad. And it even ends with like a kind of a definitive one saying he gets the death penalty at the end. Right. And it's like, nah. I almost feel like they do that like with the intent of we might not ever get him back. Yeah. You know, we not bring we may not bring him back, so let's have a, f- a finality to it. Like the one the one with Frank Grimes Jr. This is this this goes back to your to to the thing that you mention every so often about the uh the episodes becoming more and more esoteric in their naming. Yeah, just, what's just, the name of that episode? It's called The Great Louse Detective. Fucking stupid. What the fuck is that? It's fucking stupid. What does that mean? Is it's a like obviously a play on the Great Mouse Detective, yeah, but obviously. what's why is it why is a louse who's the louse here? Who's who is Sideshow Bob the louse? I don't know. He's the detective. They're the lice. Lice? The, the species of lice do yeah. not play a part in that episode. No. It's like saying Sideshow Bob is a, is a louse. It, you might as well call it the Great Mouse Detective. For yeah, why not? It has the, it's the same th- thing. Th- this mean fucking shit. Fucking garbage. All right. Uh, we've been recording a lot it's today. It's a lot. We're getting heated. It's a lot. We have a guest to introduce. We've who's... got... I've got a short fuse. Introduce <laughs> the guest. <laughs> we have a returning guest, a great return. It's been a while since we've had him on. I think uh, I think we missed all of season seven with with you, good sir. But, Are you on uh, season six? I think he was there. Yes, I think you were there for season six. Yeah, uh, it's in Scratchy Land. Land. Yes, right? it's yeah, in yeah. Scratchy Land. All right. It was the last time he was on. Ezra Wasser is here. Oh hi. <laughs> uh, I was also doing the recording booth for your uh, uh, 100th episode. Remember? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That wait, wasn't that? Oh, that was season seven. Jesus. That was. Yeah. Se- I'm like, I don't know what seasons are anymore. He was and in the tech booth. He pushed yeah. the button to make the the, make, the, the make, sound go. Make sound go now. Yeah. <laughs> and we are very grateful for it. Indeed. How are you doing, Ezra? Ah, I'm doing well. I've been in the kitchen. What does that mean? You know, I've been making, I've cooking, cooking stuff. I've been perfecting some recipes. Like what? Yeah. Uh what's your what's like a, a recent recipe that you were like this? Like I nailed this. So uh, there was something that I was trying out, and it really did take a lot of work. Um, there were various variants that I did on it. Uh, it was uh, a, a pretty refined version of uh, tossed salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> God damn you. Is this all a bit? Yeah. It's all a bit? <laughs> I, uh, I thought you were- Was I a bit? Was I a fucking bit? <laughs> Uh, is that movie Remember good? Remember when we argued about that? What? That line and she's all that? She says fucking. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, no, nah, I don't think so, because I think I mostly saw it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> See, and... But she does. And, and here I was hoping that we would earn a C rating for uh, this episode, but... Uh, mm, what's a C rating? Oh, for clean. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. You will definitely be getting explicit, but I will not be helping. Well, that's what we do. You not into swears? Not right now. Not I a give cursor? Not anymore. No. no. All right. All right. What made you give him up? Uh, new year, new me. New year, mm. new Ezra. New style. So this is recent development. Because uh, you were swearing like a sailor the last few episodes. <laughs> You're basically no, no, doing the George several... Carlin bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this was several years ago. I okay. just thought uh, I could refine my vocabulary, be a bit more eloquent. Hmm. And I went the opposite way. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Vocabulary's dumb. <laughs> I'm going to swear a lot. <laughs> Everyone will understand. You know, there's actually like two swears 
in this episode that I was kind of taken aback by. Which was there? Uh, yeah. Can you say them, or is that against your resolution? That's against my resolution. Can you tell us what the context was so I can figure it out on my own? Well, may I, may I, um, just quickly? It's not Bordeaux. Interject and it's not say, a swear. and may as well be, and say if you are quoting someone, <laughs> if you are quoting someone in order to annotate a point, I think you are more than in the realm of safety in order to do that because it's not you saying it; it's you illustrating something for clarity's sake. For to paraphrase, <laughs> the term for posterior was used, mm. but and I found that ass. to be yes, <laughs> that one. All right, it made me uncomfortable. Wait, when do they say ass in this? Uh, when was it again? I don't remember. Coveralls that don't quite cover all. Yeah, no, that <laughs> that was well done because you actually see a butt. In yeah, that you one. see a little butt. Yeah. yeah, and you get a nice piece of foley work. That's right. Boing boing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one of several great pieces of foley work this episode. Yeah, you were noticing those. <laughs> yeah. Foley's great. Oh, yeah. Mike Especially Foley. <laughs> Matt Foley. Hmm? Matt Foley. Who? The motivational speaker. Ma- oh, of course. <laughs> Van down by the That's river. That's right. Of course. <laughs> of My name is Matt Foley. Of course. That, what a great sketch. Okay, so we, uh, at the Grand Theater, we screened Wayne's World recently. Sure. This is this episode's coming out a while after that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and Chris Farley appears in in that movie, yeah, and he has like two minutes of screen time, and he's so good. Who does he play? I he can't plays remember. a security guard. Okay, and he's basically is just like, uh, yeah, that there is the limo for Mister for Mister Sharp of Sharp Records. He's gonna be coming out through Milwaukee and down through Chicago, <laughs> and then back through around through Detroit. And he's like he's giving all this information, and then it's like this meta joke where they're like, "Well, for a security guard, he sure knew a lot." <laughs> and then later on, they're like, "It's a good thing we were at that place at that time to get all the information, because <laughs> uh, it's you know plot contrivance that yeah. they're making fun of." Yeah. But I was just like, I love Chris Farley so much. Like he's he's 100 one of my favorite top comedians of all time. Um, I saw him in this movie when I was watching. It. It's been a while since I'd seen this movie, and I just, I, I honestly have started applauding <laughs> just as soon as he appeared because I love him so much. No one else applauded. <laughs> what about? Do you remember his uh, his brief part in Billy Madison? Of course, the bus, the driver. bus driver. Yeah, I'll turn this god goddamn bus around. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> No yelling on the bus! And he just turns, like, he makes himself turn turn red, red yep. as an apple. Yep. It's incredible. He's fantastic. I don't yeah. know if you've watched it, but uh, both in the Netflix special that Adam Sandler did recently uh, and on his SNL appearance recently, when he hosted recently, uh, he does a song as a tribute to Chris Farley, and it makes me cry. Like, it's so lovely and beautiful, and I recommend, I actually do recommend watching the Adam Sandler special on Netflix, even without that. Like, that's a highlight of it, but it's actually very good. Like, Adam Sandler is so hit or miss for me. Like, sometimes I love him, sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? But, like, when he's dialed in, he's, I think he's very good, and I love his weird-ass, like, comedy that he does, and, like, this is the first time he's done, like, stand-up in so long, and it's very good. So, I do recommend it if you haven't watched it. Have you watched it? Do you Mm -hmm. care about Adam Sandler? No, not really. Yeah, not really. Not an Adam Sandler guy. I got a little turned off by it when I was trying to watch it because because it it kept jumping around. Right, it does do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just I have I found it hard to follow. But like, you're not the first person to tell me that, so maybe I'll give it another shot. I'd say give it a shot. Uh, Like I said, the Chris Farley part is a highlight for me, just because it's literally like he was best friends with this guy, 
and he's he wrote a song in tribute to him and you can tell like even this far removed from his his passing like he still gets choked up when he when he's talking about him and stuff and it's just it's a very lovely thing because he was a larger than life like bananas human being that like i i like i i don't think there's any comparable person to this day that i could be like that guy's like a chris farley like chris farley was such a unique human being yeah (laughs) and you know he got wrapped up in the fucking showbiz drug scene and uh, died way too soon and like a lot of people do and it's very sad to me yeah i love him would you do that for me would i write a song for you you absolutely oh wow it wouldn't be very good (laughs) because i'm not a songwriter (laughs) that's all right get someone to play it for you yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) Hire a Tom Waits type. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, how, why are we talking about Chris Farley? I heard a really great Matt cover Foley. of the song. Foley. That's why I heard a great cover of the song "Old 55" uh-huh. on the radio the other day. Is that Tom Waits? Yeah, it's a Tom Waits yeah. song. But the Eagles covered it on their okay. album "Desperado." I think seems, seems up your alley. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like one of my favorite songs ever when I when I heard the Eagles version, and it was like. It's just like it's like they make it into a very like very eagle song like Don Henley, Glenn Frey are singing mm-hmm. choruses and verses, trading off with each other, and the harmonies are wonderful. Um, but this one I heard it was sung by not not two men but two women uh, were singing it, and it's just guys listen to the song Old Fifty Five. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, it's just it's a great song to uh, if if you've just had a one night stand, just go out to your car and drive away <laughs> and uh, and listen to Old Fifty Five as you're as you're leaving without saying goodbye. That's the that's should the... we start a TBN playlist on Spotify? Hell yes! <laughs> so we got Chris Farley song by Adam yep. Sandler, yep. Old Fifty Five by the Eagles, Old Fifty Five by Tom Waits any oh, version oh sorry yeah. I thought you wanted the Eagles version no any version any, any version. version okay yeah. okay so that's our playlist so far yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll find more songs as I'm we sure go we'll along. find more yeah. oh without a doubt if we go through our back catalog I'm sure we've mentioned a bunch of songs I here and there I will not be doing that mm, me neither <laughs> listeners let us know don't you have somebody making a wiki of all your episodes oh yeah isn't there an encyclopedia it's, it's compendium Walter of wiki. all TBN episodes <laughs> oh my god that would be so exhausting yeah uh, it would mostly but just it's be weird, like, what's like a this lot episode? Of, yeah. What is the episode? Who's the guest? That's yeah. probably what it it's, would be. It is weird because a lot of podcasts have wikis. Yeah. The best one, that, like the one that has the best wiki, I think, is Hello from the Magic Tavern because it's all that world building. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's like a narrative. It's a, it's a narrative world building yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah that and makes more sense. But when it's just like, I don't know, how did this get made? I don't know. <laughs> wiki, why, and yeah. it's like, ah, this... this person was on this one and here's where the origins of this inside joke was and like stuff like that and i'm like i get it but also like the world's a weird place it's a weird place it's a weird place fan culture is a weird culture but we're part of it and hey we're part of it we're doing it right now we're talking about an episode of the simpsons and that episode is of course brother from another series the 16th episode of season eight written by ken keeler directed by pete michaels original air date february 23rd 1997 nice transition thank you thank you Um. Yeah, this is a great episode. Is is okay. We're talking sideshow Bob. Yeah, obviously. Right. If you had to rank, because I okay. So this is this, this is, is my the time. This, this is, is the time. time. This yeah. is, so in oh, my yeah. opinion, this is the end. This is the final sideshow Bob episode. Of the, <laughs> as well, far as we're concerned. Yeah, that we're that we're going to be covering on our main feed. That's right. Uh. So if you had to rank the sideshow Bob episodes, where would this one fall? And m- maybe like maybe take it to take some time to think about it and we can all maybe reveal a ranking at the end yeah but i think that's a good thing to think about uh can we actually just list off all the sideshow bob episodes right in now in the golden years in the golden years yes. here we go season so one Krusty gets busted Krusty gets busted season three 
Black Widower, Season 5, Cape Fear, Season 6, Sideshow Bob Roberts, Season 7, Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming, and Season 8, Brother from Another Series. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Great. So yeah, maybe all of us can kind of take some time to think about where we want to rank them all. Yep. But uh, I think that's kind of fun. Enjoy um, a minute of silence? <laughs> no, we can <laughs> think about it as we talk. All right. Um, but I do think, for me, this is uh, on the higher echelon. I, I Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I really like this one. I think um, it's up there. I like, I like the fact that it's, uh, like I said, kind of a redemption for, for Bob in a way. I like the fact that he's trying to be good and no one's, a lot, like, on board they're like like especially bart obviously like where he's just like mm, you're evil still and he's like no i'm i'm trying to be good please just leave me alone i'm just building a dam um and then of course the kind of twist of cecil being the actual villain in this case and then teaming up with the simpson kids like it's it's a fun plot it is it's a it's it's like the best sideshow bob episodes it's an adventure yes it's an adventure episode it's it's the kind of thing that could be a movie. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yep. Because yep. like the the building of this dam doesn't happen overnight. You know, like he's he's doing this for months. He's out there for months. Are and... you are you just saying that you want more big hungry Joe content? Because <laughs> I think we all do. No, I'm saying. Do we see big hungry Joe? <laughs> Is he officially no. shown? <laughs> just mentioned. I, he, he. Well, you could imagine. That I guess the he other... might be one of the yokels. Yeah, he yeah. might be one of the other ones in that with cousin Merle. Um. Cletus is there though, right? Yeah, yeah. So there are like when you look at the sideshow Bob, uh, the sideshow Bob episodes, you you can see like which ones could be expanded to full length because of the the nature of their uh, of just their adventure. Cape Fear is one of them, mm-hmm. but that's an interesting one because I think that's one with a long intro because they just had too little like content to fill the space. That's also yes. the reason for the rake joke. But if you're but if if you're looking for if you're looking for concepts mm-hmm. that could fill the it's literally called Cape Fear, which has been a movie twice. Mm-hmm. Right. So if but you just e. if you just take a full if you just take a full parody of it and make it Simpsons, you could definitely make a movie out of it. Oh certainly. Um I think the reason they run into time problems is because they're trying to make it as funny and efficiently as possible, just like the best Simpsons episodes are. And when you do that, you might cut a few too many seconds. And you might have to end up making um, grandpa turn into a woman. Like <laughs> like all good comedy, you know what it's all about. Timing. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. All right. He's proud of Timing. Me. Hmm? Shit. <laughs> Come on. Damn it. You have to <laughs> dig so close. Deeper into the explicit rating. <laughs> we rehearsed this. Uh, yeah. um, and I said no. <laughs> sideshow sideshow bob roberts is another one that could have been like a like movie a, a big a, a big event thing and brother from another series is another one yeah. like like the and even sideshow bob's last gleaming is a really great adventure mm-hmm. story like the best sideshow bob episodes are adventure based mm-hmm. especially when they go to italy <laughs> <sighs> how dare Sorry. you bring that up <laughs> We were doing so well. I know. I ruined it. But with Sideshow Bob Roberts, do you think that you could really stand like watching an entire movie of campaign? Or would you prefer to see like Sideshow Bob as mayor? Like I would where, pre- where do you see it? I would prefer to see yeah, I would prefer mm-hmm. to see like whatever however long maybe a, a few more minutes of, of campaign 
And then I would love to see more of Sideshow Bob as mayor. And well, there's I your three-act love... structure, right? Yeah. Act one is the campaign. Act yeah. two is him as mayor. And act the investigation? Three... No, or... act three is them unraveling his corruption and putting an end to it, right? And there you go. That's, that's there's your, a movie. Yep. That's your 80-minute movie. Classic. Nailed yeah. it. Well, Who plays Sideshow Bob in the live-action movie? Kelsey Grammer. Oh, live-action movie? Duh. Kelsey Grammer, yeah. <laughs> We know he can grow crazy hair. He can, yeah. <laughs> or wear a wig. Or just wear a wig. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm obviously not saying, like, any of these should be movies, because Sideshow Bob Roberts is obviously, like, there's a there's a direct parody to the film Bob Roberts. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they, have the, they have the adventure-type plots, and they use those three acts to really give you three distinct um, movements, uh, as it were. Yeah. None of them have extraneous B plots. You know what I mean? Like Sideshow Bob episodes yeah. in general? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can't think of any. Box kites. No, that's <laughs> integral to the A plot. <laughs> Did someone say box kites? <laughs> no. No. Up up and away. <laughs> Maybe that should go on the playlist. I th- I think it should. Um, My beautiful balloon. If we're if we're putting that in the playlist, then I would like Afternoon Delight to go in the playlist as well. Explain why. By the Starland Vocal Band? Oh yeah, great. Thank yeah. you. No, I was just making sure I was like, are you just doing this as a bit or no, no, I you have a reason. Okay. Definitely like should it. be in <laughs> They suck. <laughs> um And something by the Doodletown Pipers, <laughs> of course. Obviously. Yeah. And probably also Castrato ca- Christmas, just while we're at it. Castrato Christmas? Yeah, what's that? <laughs> that that's uh, mentioned in uh, Whacking Day, where they're trying oh, to it? find an album with a lot of bass. <laughs> one of the what, what were the other ones? It's, it's one of the weaker episodes of that season. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> uh, I remember doing that. Uh, oh, now we're getting reminiscent here. Mm-hmm. I remember doing that uh, as a. Wait, as do you a, need to put in harp sound here? Yes, yeah, yeah, as a as a note. double shot with with um, the uh, the front. We did Whacking oh, Day in the front was, in the same, double in the that, same episode, time, yeah. and they were both quite weak. Yeah. Um, Who's our guest for that? I think it was I think it was Allie. Yeah, that makes sense. Sweet. <laughs> That's going well, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah. You, you're partner. Partner. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Be really weird. Weird if it wasn't. And, and I you're took, about to go to I, on a two month trip to visit her. And and I am and and I'm just now telling you. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, uh, yeah. I remember doing that with Allie, and it is not going well. <laughs> and uh, things are rough. Things are rough. Right help. Now. And I was um, I was hoping you could help me brainstorm <laughs> on Mike some ideas uh, and excuses why Fix I my relationship may, to maybe not go to London. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Or, or failing that, just tell me how to fix my... No, we're great. <laughs> so the other two albums are Tiny Tim and The Chipmunk's Greatest Hits. I'm of course. really glad you used your time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas time is here. That's perfect, because there's no bass. Yeah, mm, that's the joke. That is it. the joke. I get it. And you the, suck, McBain. The Chipmunks <laughs> want a hula hoop. Just let them have a hula hoop. Melvin! <laughs> Melvin and the Squirrels. Love it. So, yeah. I have so my we are ranking. Gonna, <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got my top, top three. 
I got my six. Well, that's not six, oh, you did is it? Full six. Yeah, yeah you got to do the full six, you can, bud. You can do top There's three. only six. Fine. Yeah, it's only six. It's like one more than a top five. This is like what we do here. <laughs> Come on, it's a podcast. <laughs> okay, well, I'll say mine while you figure yours out. Let me just. Right. You got it, yours? No, let me just rip into Ezra a little bit. All right. <laughs> please, please. Go ahead. It's about time someone brought him down a peg. <laughs> a whole peg. <laughs> all right, my number six. Krusty gets busted. Okay. It's just, it's just it's a weak one, mostly because Bob isn't really a character yet. Yep. Uh, number five, Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. Not a big fan of that one, personally. Uh, number four, Sideshow Bob Roberts. It's a bit better. I enjoy the uh, the political angle and, you know, seeing if he actually might be a good person. And then, nope, he's not. Number three is Black Widower. Uh, I really appreciate that one because that's when he did become a clear character for me, yeah. and I love the mystery. I love the mystery aspect of it. Uh, number two is Brother from Another Series, the one we were talking about today, which we'll dive into quite a bit. And of course, number one is Cape Fear, because that is one of my favorite episodes of the series. Yeah. And it's very good. Yeah. You're you're right. Um, mine is similar okay. uh, to yours. It's not, not exactly the same. Six is Krusty Gets Busted. Yep. Same. Yeah. Uh, my fifth is Black Widower. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Same here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my fourth is Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. I think we're identical so far. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, now, that was really difficult for me because Sideshow Bob's Last, Last Gleaming and Black Widower, if I were to watch them back to back, might change. Mm. And it might change from day to day. Sure. To mm. be perfectly honest, depending on the mood, because Black Widower has such an interesting uh, has such an interesting plot, and Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming is so wacky. Mm-hmm. It just de- depends on where I'm at. Yeah. Um, so, so ju- just on that, I think the thing that like makes that three four for me is just that uh, Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. Most of the funniest parts don't actually come from Bob. It's typically other characters. Like you've got Colonel Hap Hap a blap. Exactly. Uh, you've got uh, Grandpa with mm-hmm. the elevator mm-hmm. that goes down, and someone left an awful mess down there. Mm-hmm. And of course, Martin Prince with the box, box kites. Which, oh, and oh. Uh, and Millhouse, take that, Doctor Sally Waxler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, right. Crusty as well with Krusty's sting, great. Stingy and Battery yeah. Hour. They bite. And and I mean, what's particularly memorable? from Bob in that episode in terms of like what are his funny it's, bits It's mostly the the grammarisms like the Kelsey grammarisms that yeah. he that he brings to it it's his voice yeah. right that's the memorable part right he never ha- he doesn't have really like a memorable line but it's like Kelsey grammar always brings it and so yep. you're right like He's memorable because he is Sideshow Bob. He, he he's kind but not because he's funny. The the episode kind of rotates around him as opposed to a lot of episodes where he is the driving force of the episode. Good call. Yeah. Um my third is Brother from Another Series. Is this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My second is Sideshow Bob Roberts. I, I love the Republican Party in that episode. They're so funny. Uh it's they're they're gonna elect a water cooler. <laughs> See two two sideshow Bob episodes, two water cooler jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Th- that one's better. Yeah, and that's I'm why it you. edges. It's it got over. the human touch. It does. It has the human touch. <laughs> and then of course, Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Yeah. I would really love With it if you could sing the entire score of the HMS Pinafore. 
Very well, Bart. Too. I shall send you to heaven before I send you to hell. And, and a one, one and, and a two. two. <laughs> sail the ocean blue. <laughs> okay, put that on the Spotify playlist. Yeah, uh, the, the, entire the entire score. score. Entire those, score to the, the HMS Pinafore. Those three songs at the beginning and then the entire <laughs> score of the HMS Pinafore. Actually, they, they also have three little girls from school, so that... Right, all oh, Rogers that, and Hammerstein. Is that, um, is that the Mikado? Three little men. That sounds right, we? but I don't know. Yeah, that, I don't. Know We'd have well to enough. like look at Google or something. And <laughs> right? Do we yeah, really we want to put that effort in? Of course. Nah. Um, All right. Uh, do we, do we have like hold music or something while Greg dun, Googles? Dun, 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 um, so. I'm just wondering what your list is, or did we get exactly the same? Uh, we're different on two and three. Uh, I think Brother from Another Series just kind of edges out Sideshow Bob Roberts, and right so on. that's number two. But um, yeah, I feel like this episode moves at a fairly brisk pace um, and isn't necessarily as funny as Sideshow Bob Roberts, but altogether with its plot, I think it holds together a bit better. Maybe That's it's just great, like yeah. recency bias because we literally just watched this episode. But I'm, I feel like I remember this episode, and and its jokes way better than I remember Sideshow Bob Roberts and its jokes. You don't remember the mummy going on its mystical voyage? No. Or just. Hear how happy he is. With I mean, that's the, that's the joke. That's, that's the joke that I will the, always remember. That's the big joke. And look and how happy he is. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I think the reason Bob Roberts uh, overtakes Brother from another series for me is because of the parody aspect of it. The parody of the seventies uh, conspiracy film, specifically All the President's Men. I think there's his deep throat kind I, of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so spot on. And I can't tell you who I am. Yeah. And I love Hi, Mr. Smithers. <laughs> you might as well give me, give a, me ride a ride home. home. <laughs> and and the 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 ending of it with Bob's big monologue is so so good and And so on the nose. Like so on the nose. Yeah. Like, Every one of them a work of Machiavellian <laughs> art. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're pet, selling me. You're a, selling me on it. <laughs> also, it's got a good pet cemetery joke, so yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, Snow Snow which we always want. Not you. Now it's personal. <laughs> he did try to kill me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, like on my list, it's like one with a bullet, like Cape Fear, pretty easily like favorite. But then like three, four, five, all pretty similar, and then. Six is a clear loser. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But like six is all like Krusty gets busted is also one of the true gems of season one. Absolutely. Yeah. It is because he is so good in the very few moments he actually gets to play in that episode. I mean, the, when like, he the reveal reads, when he reads the man in the iron mask yeah. to the kids, it is riveting. Yeah. And the, I like the reveal of him about to use the the slide whistle and then speaking as Kelsey Grammer, and you're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's great. It is. It's and so it's like good. you imagine it was like a one off idea at the time. They're like, like whose voice would be really funny for Sideshow Bob oh, yeah. who hasn't Frasier spoken about fucking Fraser from Cheers? Yeah, and they do that, and it's great. And then they just keep bringing him back, and it's awesome. And I mean, why wouldn't you? He's a massive star after Cheers. Oh yeah. I mean, hell yeah! And his he gets voice a spinoff. 
his voice acting in this particular episode is stellar. Like so absolutely, I, I I was even just like thinking about him versus uh, the voice acting of David Hyde Pierce, and it is like night and day. It very much is, and, and like, I don't want to no, say I yeah. don't want to like throw any shade at David Hyde Pierce because no. I think he's quite good. But you're right, there yeah, are just a few comparatively. Yeah, there are a few lines that he gives that are just a little bit less. Oh, he's not. This might be his first animation appearance. Yeah, right, and it's a different beast entirely and kelsey Grammer is so in the pocket <laughs> of this character it's crazy he's like a bass player yeah. every line delivery is stunning i mean and, yeah and like and it has so much character in each one of those and poor you know poor david hyde pierce in a way because yeah this is the first time he's done it so yeah. like even like his first line hello brother you're like all right well he's <laughs> doing something he, but it's like it's not bad, but it's like definitely like you can feel he's like I need to be a character, and it's like yeah, you, you got a great voice, just just let it happen, bud. He's that's, essentially being Niles. I mean, yeah, like, that's like the, Niles. That's the joke. Yes, that's the joke. That's brother from another series. Fraser is a hit TV show on NBC. It's all there, everybody. Maris, it's all Fra- It's a big Fraser episode. Let's talk about Fraser. Okay. Have you watched Frasier? Yeah, I've yes. watched Frasier. It's a great show. I love that show. Yeah. So do I. Like there is a period. But I haven't watched it in years. I will say that. Uh, there it's is a period. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Such an interesting sitcom. Mm-hmm. There's a period of time this year where there were two shows that I was watching. Well, outside of Simpsons Trivia Nights, and it was only Connect and Frasier. <laughs> And I recognize how pretentious that it's, sounds. That's given, just so on brand for you. I know. <laughs> like I was about to say, like given what you're wearing right now, that's that is absolutely on brand. <laughs> uh, Ezra is wearing a dapper uh, sweater with a tie and collared shirt underneath. It looks wonderful. Uh, what kind of what would you call that sweater? It's not a cardigan, but it's not a. It's like a Henley sweater it's pullover. It's, it's a mock okay. turtle. A mock turtle. I, I right. would say. Yeah. It's great. It's great. You oh, look great. You. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you're ready for any occasion. That's right. Yeah. Whether it's the office or the backcountry. That's right. <laughs> and if Wanna you want to go on an ATV, and if you to need my... to layer down, you've <laughs> got yourself go a tie ATV. that you can like you're you're ready to party at a moment's That's notice. Right. You know? Yeah. This tie yeah. can go right onto my scalp. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um but yeah, Fraser's great. I definitely did not know it was a spin-off of Cheers. Oh, yeah, you don't need uh, to, mostly because is, I didn't watch right. Cheers. I watched Frasier, yeah. and I was enjoying that show. And because Cheers was a little early for me, like it, it it was in the eighties, but I was born in eighty five, so it was like ending when I was starting to come into consciousness, <laughs> as it were. You know what I mean? So like I knew it existed, and I mostly knew the theme song and the idea behind it because of the Flaming Moe's episode. Um, and then uh, Frasier was often on NBC, you know, after Friends or, I don't know, whatever other bullshit show I was watching at the time. And I would be like, oh, I like this show. It's about a psychiatrist and he talks, but he's got problems too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How meta. Uh, yeah. And uh, so when this uh, episode aired, I'm pretty sure still didn't know Cheers was a thing. I think still at this point, like I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know Frasier was a character on Cheers. That's something that I definitely didn't know because I did actually watch Cheers. Oh yeah. It um there was a there was a little there was a thing called um TV Tropolis. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I do. Yeah. And they would show back to back episodes of MASH. 
mm-hmm. and then back to back episodes of Cheers. Sure. And this was one of the it's called very, the Dad Block. <laughs> that was I was about to say it's one of the very few uh, moments where you can uh, bond with your father. That's right. <laughs> um, and just be like, oh, this is what this is what adult men do. Mm-hmm. This, this is okay. Yeah, we yes. can we can like hang to out. like to watch shows about war and and drinking and drinking. <laughs> Were there pretzels involved? Uh, Sometimes. He would eat them. Oh, <laughs> excellent. I was never a fan of pretzels. But More of when, a goldfish guy? But when, oh, I'm a huge goldfish guy. <laughs> um, but whenever my Can we get sidetracked about goldfish? Yes, let's. So, my favorite kind of goldfish are the cheese trio. Oh, boy. <laughs> Go on. Uh, it's, it's cheddar, mozzarella, and then extra cheddar. <laughs> Not pecorino? No. God damn it. Okay. Extra cheddar. <laughs> and that's like when like a pizza's like, ah, four cheese pizza. And uh-huh. it's like cheddar, mozzarella, uh, old cheddar, uh-huh. <laughs> marble cheddar. <laughs> marble. Like, marble. It's like, wait, this isn't four cheese. This is just all cheddar. <laughs> you fucking scam artists. Two year, one year, <laughs> smoked, and normal. Parmesan. <laughs> Add parm for an extra dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Five cheese pizza. It was fucking Parmesan. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cheese trio. <laughs> cheddar and extra cheddar. <laughs> Fuck oh. you. Fuck you, Pepperidge Farms. Uh, it's, really earning that explicit rating. Yeah. Mostly now that I know Ezra hates it. Yeah. I'm, I don't hate it. I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm just uncomfortable with it's, it. It's a it's a new thing. He's a new Ezra. No, this was several years ago. <laughs> I've been this new Ezra for a while. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You didn't know and this I, before? No. You know Ezra much more. Why didn't you what? warn me about this? I I mean I know I know he doesn't swear often, Jesus but I didn't Christ, realize Alan. it was like a specific like choice that he made in his life to be a better person. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm trying to respect <laughs> this guy here. Oh my. <laughs> oh, oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Uh, just for the record, I'm not a fan of goldfish. Is that weird? That's going on the wiki. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think that's weird. I mean, it's just a cracker. It's just a cracker. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I... a fan of premium plus. Okay. <laughs> like Wait, salt, salted salt... or unsalted? Both. Mm, Saltines in general, oh. I don't have really time for. Yeah, but those are Fair. like cr- those crackers are, in my eyes, like soup accompaniment. Right. You're absolutely. You know right. what I mean? Like I don't know. I mean, there probably are Any people. Like come this, on. If you're my, having... many people don't just eat saltines on their own. Okay, they're but like, if you're a nice snack, if you're having soup, you should dip bread into it. It sure. is a much much better. Carb. But some people can't afford bread, <laughs> and some restaurants don't want to. Yeah, saltines are very easily accessible and age long and serve a similar function as bread they're nowhere near as good and i am absolutely with you on this if you want a good soup experience you either dip bread in it or have bread as your bowl and then you eat the bowl Ooh, i am definitely (laughs) down for a bread bowl when i when i was a kid uh a a, like classic snack was saltines with cheese whiz on them sure Mm. naturally yeah, yeah me too you know and it was just like like yeah that's fine these are the but things like, yeah. that i would rather just be eating goldfish because it's the same thing well allegedly cheese doodles those were I like something i was really into like the I cheese like, bits you know what i like no. the new goldfish that are like like graham graham goldfish mm. you know what i'm talking about they're no. like no never tell had us about this oh there's like there's like graham like goldfish so they're still in the shape like, of goldfish but they're made out of graham cracker. are they bigger oh no, i thought you meant size. that they weighed one gram <laughs> Wow, that would be so much goldfish. That's a lot of goldfish. 
Wait, is it? No, wait, a no, gram's a, pretty small. A gram's it would, not it would, that much. It would be a lot of goldfish. Nah, I think it, gram's pretty small. No, a it, kilo, it's, it's, a, it's pretty small. You're thinking of kilogram. It's still a felony. You can get a kilogram of goldfish at Costco, probably. Yeah. Oh, for a decent price. Hell yeah. Yeah. I want to go. I'm going to go to Costco tomorrow. And get That's a, a good price on goldfish. 10 pounds of nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to the television show The Frasier. No. <laughs> Damn you. Anyway, no, they do some, they do some like, quote-unquote, dessert goldfish. There's, like, vanilla-flavored ones. There's chocolate-flavored ones. And they're, like, using a gram base. And I like those because they're basically, like, animal crackers. Right, sure, <laughs> like, sure, you know, sure. Like, yeah. that kind of thing. And I'm like, nah, these are good. Yeah. But the cracker ones I just never was into, personally. I'm into them. Yeah, great. Yeah, I I'm like glad. Them. Yeah, me too. Oh, snacks are great. Snacks are great. You know what? I didn't get into them until post-university. Wow. Weird. <laughs> Fair. I know. You never know what you might discover late in life. No, that's true. Very late it's in true. life. I, I mean, actually the, do enjoy cooking. The this important, is not a bit. Here. The important thing I've to know. I've seen you cook before this podcast. Have you? Yeah. What? You made like a seen steak. Him? Seen him cook? Yes. When? Okay. I smell. This was many, many years back. Oh, wow. Probably like, I don't know. Were we recording Season an episode? Five? Yeah, we were recording okay. an episode. And recording. you made a steak? You were oh. using ghee, I believe. Oh, yeah. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you remember that particular. <laughs> That's, you need to give them context. Yeah, no, but like I remember bring the memory because we don't focus. have we don't have we don't have ghee right now. But I remember when I do make it, and it's always dope. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's great. Just refine that butter. Num 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 What's num ghee? num. It's basically reduced butter. You get the lactose out of there, and then you can. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't like lactose. Yeah, it's um. Like I think Greg it's Wilson. I think it's um like a. Uh, an Indian technique originally, right. but it's uh, it's super great, and it like takes down the the richness of butter a little bit, and leaves like the the, the cooking elements it makes it a little bit easier to burn. But all right, all right, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, it's great. So so, hmm. um, Simpsons. Fraser. Let's yeah, Fraser. Only connect. <laughs> no, hang on. What, Alan? <laughs> yes. Let's stop saying no. Oh, start saying <laughs> yes. What is that? What I is... mean, I know what it is. That's why I said no. I don't. Yeah. So I'm it's going a game to... show. Yeah. Uh, in Britain, right? Uh-huh. Yes. That based out of Wales. Based out of Wales, Cardiff. That is all on YouTube, and Ezra got really into recently. I guess maybe not recently, but it's like, been a year that yeah, I've been in into like this show. A year-ish, yeah. Um, and it, and I, to be fair, like I think it's a great show too. I'm just not quite as like he's all in. Like he's like this is the best show ever made. <laughs> no, no, it's just it is the TV show that is most tailored to me. Sure, yes, that makes sense. It's basically it's a game show where uh, there's many different rounds, but like the basic premise is like finding connections in seemingly random things. So, for example, uh, they would they would show you three things, and you have to guess what the fourth thing is in the sequence. So, shall I give an example? Please give an example. Uh, and they're always pretty esoteric. So Often very British as well. Yes. <laughs> so, like, my biggest, like, not a complaint, but just, like, the biggest reason I can't get into it as much is so many times there will be, like, a, a theme where it's like, these are all tube stations. And I'm like, I don't fucking know that. You it's... don't know St. Pancras? I don't. <laughs> I know St. Pancras. <laughs> Excellent. But anytime they do one that I do know, I'm like, that's really cool. And so I'm into it when it's like more broad and not very like British. Well, I mean, the the Brits are very much like the Americans in a lot of ways. They only like themselves. I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, sorry. What's your okay. example? Um, actually, let me let me do an example of what they would do in the first round. Okay. Yes. Um, and this is actually something that I was planning on doing for a trivia round, but I'm probably not gonna end up <laughs> writing the. You've entire already done thing. that. Yeah. People hated I, it except oh. for our team. Um. So, for example, if I give you so the first clue, there will be four clues. First one is Wonderland. Okay. okay. Go on. Second one is Knights. Okay. <laughs> And, and if you think is this that with you, a K, no. Okay. And, and if you think that you know what the answer is going to be, just like you can buzz bu- in. Buzz in. Yeah. Okay. You, you've got your <laughs> bell or whatever. I got it. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, third one is Oogie Oogie. Okay. Are these uh, okay? I think I know. Yes. Are these things that have boogie in them? Yes, they are songs that begin with yeah. boogie. boogie. And so the last one would be Woogie Bugle Boy from <laughs> Company B. <laughs> So Boogie Nights, Boogie Wonderland, Boogie Oogie Oogie. Chicago way yeah. Style, no one else could play. The very one. Top yeah. man at his so that's round one, where it would actually be like a series of clues that all relate to one thing. You have to guess what that one thing is. Um, the one I mentioned earlier but then is like round came two. Up and he was <laughs> yeah. gone with the draft. He's in the army now and blowing reveille. He's the Boogie Woogie Woogie Boy in Company B. A dude, a dude, a dude. a yeah, we yeah, truly so a lot are. of fun. Yeah, in my in my opinion, but again, like, yeah, it's, it's hard for me because I never know. Like, is this going to be something I know or not? You know what I mean? So like, like with that one, I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure Ezra's going to pick one that we'll probably be able to pick up. Like, he's not going to do a fucking tube one or whatever. You know what I mean? I could. Or like prime ministers of, or not even prime ministers. There was one that was like, uh, like um, uh, what's not Senate, um. What's the thing in Britain? Like House of Lords Parliament, or sorry. Parliament? Parliament. They were like Parliament speakers or something. Oh, right, was one right, of, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, stuff like that. And I'm like, obscure. I don't know that. I'm sorry. And so it makes it harder because I'm like, I don't know if this is something I should know or it's something completely out of my realm of knowledge. That's a neat conceit. So, But yeah, no, it's a cool it's a cool show. And I've watched a good chunk of them. I've just watched all of them, I'm pretty sure. Almost. I haven't watched uh, Series 1 and Series 2. Oh, are they yeah. harder to find or just? No, no, no. It, they're just kind of. It feels like it's still in a bit of a draft form. Mm. Uh, they were using uh, Greek letters instead of Egyptian hieroglyphics for the categories right. uh, up until season four. Yeah. So it. That was another thing that confused me at first. I'm like, do these have anything to do with the categories? Oh, like, no. no. It's just for fun. Exactly. They're yeah. just supposed to be, you pick a random like, yeah, one, like, of, one like, of Think six. of it this way. There's a grid of, yeah, a grid of six, like, right. in, like numbers one through six. You've got the twisted you flag. Cho- you choose either the one, one, two, three, four, five, or six, but they're like, let's make it more fun. Let's make it hieroglyphics. It's the twisted flex, the lion, water, uh, <laughs> what am I missing? I don't remember. Horned viper. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I also really like yeah. the grid, like the, yeah, like the grid part. The connecting wall. Is that the one, what yeah. it's called? Round yeah. three. Where it's like, uh, there's a grid of letters and then you have to just figure out, there's going to be four different categories. And so you have to figure out like which, uh, three things or four things? I can't four remember. things. Whatever. Four yeah, things. It, it's, it's a grid of 16. 16, right. So and there's four categories and four things will relate to one category. And then, so for four categories, basically you have to figure out with just the words, like what the category is. And so, you know, I don't know. And, and typically there's also some red herring. So there might be five clues that are names of cheeses, but one of them might also be like a county in England. Sure. Yeah. Like Cheshire. Yeah. Cheese and county. <laughs> I think it's a county. Probably. I mean, 
it's somewhere. It's definitely somewhere in England. It's a thing, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Um, like, I mean, there's, I don't know if they call them counties. They might call them ridings over there because everything's just a little bit to the left <laughs> over there. Everything's a little bit different. Well, you're going to know all about that soon. Yes. Do you know what renting is called? No. Let. Mm. I would like to let this oh, I did know flat. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A flat to let. <laughs> mm. Uh-huh. Policemen are called bobbies. Well, well <laughs> not really. A lift is called a lorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Elevator's a lift. An elevator is a lift. That that was the joke. Yeah. And uh and 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 a whole bunch of other shit. Um tap, you know? Visa tap? Yes. It's called contactless to save time. <laughs> uh Ah, just like mobile. Yeah. My not on my cell, on my mobile. Do they call like if you're like I need to lift this up, do they say I need to elevator this up? Yes, they do. They just switch it. Yeah. Uh brilliant joke. I, I applaud you. <laughs> yeah. They absolutely do. Uh anyway, Frasier. <laughs> Frasier. Yeah. Frasier lasted eleven seasons. It's yeah, it was insane. It just also like Cheers. Was Cheers eleven as well? Cheers wow. lasted eleven season, two hundred and seventy five episodes. When did it start? It started in 1982. Oh, wow. And it so ran it, until 93. Wow. Yeah, that was much later than I thought it did. Yeah. yeah. It always seems that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's fucking wacky. And the the thing is, Frasier premieres September 16th, 1993. So right after Wait, during, Cheers. In. Oh, during Cheers? Yeah. So, 1993? 1993, yeah. Yeah. Did you say 1983? 1993. Okay, it should be 1993. Yeah, that's what that I make more sense. Yeah. Okay, good. It also <laughs> We're had, all on the right page. <laughs> it also had the most Emmys, I believe, until Game of Thrones. Cheers? Or something re- no, 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 or Frasier. Frasier, yeah. Yeah, something... Re- it won... Wins? It, it won... For most Emmy wins? Wins or nominations? Well, it you... won the primetime Emmy for Outstanding Comedy Series five years in a row. Yeah. Which is a lot. While Seinfeld Kelsey... was on the air. Yeah. Did Kelsey win... Uh, the the Emmy? Uh, probably. I'm not exactly sure. Let me find out. Um, so let's see. I'm just looking at the at the Wikipedia here. Yeah, it's Greg's Wikipedia corner. Um, it won it won 37 during its Jesus. 11 year run, breaking the record held by the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Okay, and it held the record until Game of Thrones won yeah. 38. Yeah. Uh, th- well, by one. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, Grammar and Pierce each won four. You know what? We're bringing okay. Frasier back two more episodes <laughs> just so we can take the Emmy back. It's um, it's coming back in 2020. Is it actually? Wait. Yeah, it says uh, 2019, the revival was being discussed to air in 2020. Oh, discussed. Being discussed. It'll, it's it'll not, happen. It'll it's happen. not in ink. It'll happen. Have they signed I mean, Eddie back on? Eddie's so dead. <laughs> Wait, What? <laughs> The dog? The dog, yeah, of course yeah. he's dead. Yeah, I mean, the dad is. So, <laughs> dogs live forever. <laughs> dogs live like 15 if they're lucky. That's true. <laughs> and it lasted for 11 seasons. And it's been off the air for, Since what, 20? 20, 2004. 20 seasons almost? Yeah, 16 seasons. Did they have the same dog the entire time during the actual run? I don't think so. I mean, probably not, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think it actually, yeah, it was. But he was a. He was a a uh, well-known stage dog or show yeah. dog. Yeah. yeah, that dog was a good dog. I mean, all boy. dogs are good dogs, but good that boys. dog was good dog. He wasn't Wishbone, was he? No, Wishbone was busy. 
Like that that show ran for five seasons inexplicably. Holy shit! You How know what? To be sh- fair, five seems seemed low to me. <laughs> How many episodes <laughs> Considering per Considering how often I watch that show. I'm that's like, a, yeah, they probably had like 20 seasons, right? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but are we talking like 25 episode seasons? Oh, mm, wait. Good question. Never mind. It's two seasons. Two seasons <laughs> of 250 episodes apiece? 50 episodes. It ran, it, like, Total? 50 episodes, two seasons. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So 25 each. Yeah. That's, I mean, that makes that does make sense like when yeah. I hear it, but at the same time, I was like, really? Two seasons? It's more than Gravity it Falls. It seems like it was on for a long time. It won a Peabody Award. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah. What's News you can do. Um, for anyone who has another tale. For anyone who hasn't read it, I strongly suggest that you Google a um, someone pitches Oh, the wishbone. pitch to Wishbone? Yeah. It's so fucking funny. The theoretical pitch to the to the, to the show Wishbone. Um it's we so should, good. We should do a dramatic <gasps> we reading. We should do a dramatic reading of Patreon. it for Patreon. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Can you send this to my LinkedIn? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I will send it. I'll fucking send it to your Facebook. <laughs> I don't have LinkedIn. No, he asked for LinkedIn. I don't have LinkedIn, you professional <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Let's pivot. Segway. Duck and move. Whoop. To back to the Simpsons. Uh, I mean, I was trying to wait, do it what? with Frasier, but I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but let's let's just because get... this is a Frasier heavy episode. It is a very Frasier heavy episode. I mean, it's like we've always known Sideshow Bob is voiced by Kelsey Grammer, yeah. Which at the time, big star being being on Frasier, mm-hmm. right? Was like because he he is the title character mm-hmm. of the show, Frasier Crane. It's I'm it's, listening. It's kind of like PhD. Is it? Is it him? I don't know. In the '90s, MD. is Kelsey Grammer and Jerry Seinfeld? Are they like the two biggest stars on network television? Ooh, I mean, I feel like the Friends on I Friends might think, be bigger. Than I don't all of think them. they are. Well, they didn't start off as being that big, but yeah. like you know the whole story about like their negotiated contract together and how they the Friends were, Friends the Friends Friends yeah yeah yeah, yeah. of Friends yeah. Yeah, but they. I, I guess yeah. Maybe like I guess it depends on how you determine star, like biggest star. Uh, the friends were the highest paid for a big chunk of the nineties. Yeah, um, like a million per episode or some shit. Yeah, um, they set that precedent, right? Yeah, yeah. But did the Seinfeld crew get the better residuals? I mean, I don't know. Seinfeld definitely did. Like Seinfeld did. Yeah, I mean, did Larry? Because he's, he's producer as well. Larry definitely Larry did as did. well. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 weird. The nineties had like the nineties were like prime time. <laughs> Go <Sitcoms>. on. <laughs> no, it was like prime like sitcoms and like uh you know, since the nineties there hasn't been a lot of like huge sitcoms the way there were in the nineties or earlier, obviously, like you know, mm-hmm. previous generations and whatnot. But for our current generations, like the nineties were like, yeah, Seinfeld, Frasier, Friends, um, I feel like there's more that I mad about you. I mad about you. I mean, yeah, that was a pretty big one. Like it, it wasn't as resonant with our, our generation. Like people aren't like, oh, I really hope Netflix gets mad about you. It you know, like, how about really? a Dharma and Greg reunion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 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 Dar- straight laced and she's crazy. Dharma and Greg was interesting because it, it like it devoted an entire episode to the finale of Seinfeld. Wait, what? Did it really? <laughs> yeah, it did. It it devote like the the entire premise of of an episode was okay. These um there's 
this is this is true this is true yeah fucking 90s sitcom here <laughs> um uh, a premise of an episode was their uh, Dharma and Greg have a uh, like a, a, a statue of a duck or a swan, whatever. And uh, at the very beginning of an episode, one of their friends walks in the door and says a random location and st- and takes the duck and leaves. And they're like, "God damn it!" And that means that that their friend and his wife just had sex in a public location, mm-hmm. and that means they won the duck. Oh, and so uh. Dharma and Greg have to do have have to have sex in an even more um, saucy location or something. Seinfeld finale, and <laughs> and they they use the advantage that everyone's inside watching, watching the Seinfeld finale to right. go have sex anywhere they want. Right, and it's the premise that's of that bananas. episode. <laughs> wow, was was that? Were they both on NBC at the time? I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I mean, that's meta. Yeah. Because Seinfeld ended yeah. in, what, 90, 97, 98? Something like that. Certain 89, there was eight seasons, nine seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, like, I mean, in the 2000s, there's definitely a different dynamic with the number of people that have watched The Office, How I yes. Met Your Mother, Community. ABC. Yeah. Not ABC? NBC. Oh, interesting. For Dharma and Greg. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so they're on two different networks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what? Seinfeld was a big enough thing that they could, on a different network, they could have a plot point about Seinfeld ending, you know, and not be weird. Kind of like The Simpsons kind of dragging in an NBC show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of weird in itself. <laughs> a bit weird. Yeah. Fox doing like, yeah. Then again, it is The Simpsons. It is The Simpsons. And Fox was never really, for the, for the, for the better part of the golden age, they're never really able to rein in The Simpsons as far as them kind of <laughs> doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. 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 And it's only it's only when Al Jean comes back that it that the show becomes a corporate shill. Fuck you, Al Jean. <laughs> and that goes on my bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> um we haven't done it in a while. We haven't we landed yeah, it. We yeah. nailed it. Um <laughs> but yeah the nineties the were a very, very sitcom heavy decade i would say and yeah like you said like the the 2000s they bring in the office uh how i met your mother and the office is really the only one in the 2000s that i would say is like still a quote-unquote phenomenon the way that like friends or seinfeld were the office was such a unique thing in that it had a second cycle on netflix Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. People treated same it with, like same with friends. Yeah, yeah. both friends yeah. and and the office had second cycles on Netflix and people treated them as if they were Netflix originals. Right. Yeah. Definitely the fact that they were NBC they shows. Were definitely yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but it's just it's a weird thing because like I don't I don't know if that the idea of like a a sitcom in the same realm as Friends, Seinfeld, even The Simpsons could happen today. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones kind of was that, but again, it's not a it's sitcom, not a sitcom but yeah. it's it's a must-see TV thing that happens at a particular point in but time. But it's, it's but very different you, because it's Could HBO. you do it with a comedy show? It's not show. TV, it's HBO. Yeah, yeah, also it's not TV. Yeah. And could you do it with a network television show? I would argue the last... The, it's it's gone now. The, the, the closest things we got were How I Met Your Mother and The Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And those are bad. Like Brooklyn Nine Nine is the current one that's like the closest to it, but like it's so like ten to two. You know what I mean? Like, well, oh, the Good Place as well. Good but, Place, but, the, also, but like, but also then again, like they, it's, 
a no, very no, different ahead. like like realm of sitcom. Um, you know, it's not. It's like ten episodes per season, and it's only four seasons. It's ending soon. You know, like it's not like a uh, a Brooklyn Nine Nine even, where it's like a workplace sitcom that can theoretically go on indefinitely. You know, what I mean? which is what networks want, right? Like they want a, a, a sitcom that's like the conceit of it is broad enough that we could do 10 or 11 seasons and it never feel like we're pushing it. Good place. You can't do that because it's a very like plotted, uh, TV show. Right. And yeah, Brooklyn nine is the closest, but even that, like it fucking got canceled Twice. <laughs> and, then got, and then got brought back, you know, and it's like, we're just, we're never going to see that again. We're never going to see a friends or a Frasier or a Seinfeld again. And, uh, you know, it's just the way the the world is changing. And it's just, it's bizarre. It's the nature of the fragmented reality of streaming. Yeah. Yep. And, I mean, I mean, you're right. And at the same time, I'm like, are we, are we better or worse for it? Because we've had the time. We've had the time where those were the things. And the things at the time were, some of them were good. Some of them were great. Some of them were bad. Mm-hmm. I like, I like. Seinfeld. I like Friends. I like The Office. Like I like those kind of shows where it is something that can be easily syndicated, something that I could watch any episode of and enjoy that episode in and of itself and not have to worry about continuity or plot or you know what I mean? Like I or like paying that attention shit. or paying attention. Sometimes yeah, sometimes I'm literally like I need to do work, but I'm a fucking garbage human who can't focus on work without background noise, so I need to put on the Office, or I need to put on Seinfeld, or something just or to be, like, an Enya record. So, what? Or an Enya record. He said he needs to do work, not fall asleep in a sunbeam. Or sun be beam. inspired. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just I, I like those kind of things, and I've been I've been rewatching The Office right now because it's one of the last remaining shows like that where I can just like put it on and it's fun and I enjoy it and I I can stop it in the middle of an episode if I need to go off to do work or whatever and it not be like ah damn I didn't get to finish this episode like I can start it again days later and I don't know I miss that kind of thing and again I there might be some shows that come out that are similar but for the most part like you said with the way streaming is people aren't focusing on those kind of shows anymore they're focusing on your stranger things or your um even the good place, like you know, where it's like we want like a, a like an actual like story and like a concise, marvelous Miss Maisel and like I don't know, it's weird. TV's weird. TV I, mi- is I miss weird. sitcoms. I'm it's... I'm saying it on record. I miss crappy sitcoms. <laughs> Greg, put that down for the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> it's TV's weird in that it's kind of in a weird place right now that it doesn't know what it is anymore, and it's trying yeah. to figure that out. Is it television or is it streaming? Or is it well, HBO? And, and it's weird too, like to not go on too much of a rant here, but like the no net, rent away the Netflix uh, overtaking of TV in a lot of ways, and their like quote unquote binge uh, format, where they'll just drop an entire season of a show and everyone will watch it in a day and then talk about it. Isn't there's now you're now seeing the like counteract to that, like The Mandalorian or shows like that, where it's like the imaginary we're gonna story. Do a stream- yes, we're going to do a streaming show. But we're still going to do the weekly format where like an episode comes out every Friday or every whatever. And I think things are going to start shifting that way now because I do think people like the the community that's created having a weekly show versus when Stranger Things all drops at once and everyone's like, oh, I watched it all. Let's talk about it. And I'm like, well, I've watched one episode. I want to talk about that episode. They're like, well, just wait till you get to episode seven. And I'm like, well, like, God damn it. Like... <laughs> Like if if it drops weekly, everyone for the most part usually is on the same page, right? 
versus mm-hmm. if they drop a season all at once, some people might finish it in a day, some people might watch one two, one or two episodes. And I think things are shifting back that way because people are realizing that culture that's created, especially with the Mandalorian, like that's a positive thing for the hype and the um, fandom that is can be con- constructed around the TV show. Interestingly, and like I've sorry, this is going to be the boringest thing that I've said after the <laughs> word interestingly. Sorry, this is going to be the second boringest thing because I also was presenting a spreadsheet to some <laughs> colleagues earlier today at work, and I started off with the word interestingly. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, so this is going to be very interesting. This is going to be very interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I found that there's actually a couple of podcasts out there that do have that dedicated fan base where people will get together and actually like, like bring up things from that podcast like one that i'm thinking of in particular is omnibus that's the mm. one that john roderick ken and ken jennings yeah. put together and they've got like this whole online community that is they obsess about you know the things that happen to come up in that particular episode but also call back to previous episodes uh time crisis is another one like that that i've found that has uh, popped up with a really interesting community as well for sure like podcasting is obviously like a very different beast and very different genre and like that is like you look at like 10 years ago and how podcasts were like you know like people were like what podcasts what's that you know oh and i something on your ipod um yes <laughs> and now it's like ubiquitous like everyone knows what a fucking podcast is everyone has a podcast <clears throat> case in point um <laughs> i don't have a podcast <laughs> But I've got a trivia night, so that's the other overly (laughs) proliferated thing. You've got ideas for podcasts, though, and you've told me about them. I've had several. (laughs) And that's the thing. Everyone has an idea for a podcast. Seriously. Um, Cowboy Trucker. Let's do this. I've got several songs written for it. Uh, (laughs) But it is a very different thing. And like like you said, there there is that community that's built around podcasts, but it's just, it's, it's depending on the podcast, like vastly different thing than a scripted TV show. You know, like there are some scripted, like narrative podcasts, but for the most part, they're conversational. Um, and like that's fun and like that's great. That's a completely different realm. But yeah, I just, I, I, I want to rewatch Frasier to kind of bring things back to the episode here because I think that might be another, uh, another show in that realm that I could watch all the time. And because I watched it a lot as a kid, but it's never one that I like, I never bought the DVDs. Uh, I never like rewatched it. I never watched it in order. It was always just whatever was, rerun was on, you know. Um, and I think it's a show that I would really enjoy because um, all the episodes I remember and have seen, I really like them. I really like Frasier. I like his character. I think he's interesting because he's kind of a douche, but is like he's like this pompous, uh, like th- like knows a lot about a lot of things, but he's also kind of like the low status guy in the in the mix, you know. Um, and the guy's got to have dignity. That's yeah. <laughs> Pie job for Lord Autumn over there. Um, be knocked down. And like one, I will say one episode that's always stuck out in my brain. That's like maybe one of the best TV episodes I've ever watched. Uh, and I was talking to you about this recently. I think was the Cabin episode. I don't remember what it's called, but it's basically a farce. It's basically like a, a comedy of errors. A comedy of errors. Where, comedy of manners. Uh, like five or six people are all staying at this cabin, and each of them are like interested in a different person and so it's all this like sexual tension and like i'm into this person i'm into this person i'm gay and i'm into fraser and i think he's into me and like stuff like that and, and you have then, three bedrooms yeah three bedrooms so it's like it's literally just it's literally a first like people are slamming doors going into the wrong rooms and thinking it's a different person and it's so fucking funny it's one of the best 
episodes of television I've ever seen. And I don't remember the name of it, <laughs> but it's very good. It and doesn't it, anyone who knows the show knows what I'm talking about because it's, it's a very one, iconic one. The one where they go to the cabin. Yeah, the one where they go to the cabin. And there's uh, uh, Guy. Guy is the, the ski instructor, I believe, because I remember very specifically Niall saying, I'm not gay, Guy. <laughs> That's That would be funny coming fun. from David I. Yeah. Pierce. That's great. Um, also, it's got light jazz, so it's uh, <laughs> nice to have in the background. That's right. The The idea of like finding a finding shows that 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 fit the model the old model of like weekly and 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 like coming back to that i'm excited that 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 might start being a thing again Mm -hmm. but it at the same time i'm also like this model doesn't is not conducive to every show like there are several netflix shows where i'm like yeah i wouldn't have watched all of it if it wasn't all dropped in the same day and there are shows where I'm like, this would have played better if it was all dropped on the same day. Right. Mandalorian plays perfectly over a weekly thing because it's basically like the old style Western like space adventure. Yeah. 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 Guy wanders into a new situation, gets into a new adventure with a new bo- group of people and moves on. Like Star Trek. Like Star Trek. Star Trek may be the most perfectly episodic series ever created. Yeah. And not nah, Deep Space Nine is. <laughs> all right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Deep Come Space on. Deep Space Nine is the first time they they toy with serialization. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you're out of your element, Donnie. Um, <laughs> um so when when uh when, when is I there, is there is there sorry to interrupt, but there, is there a show that you can think of very specifically that works better as uh, all dropped at once? Hell yes. Yeah. And it was a and it's a show that was released weekly but oh. works much better taken all at once and it's Watchmen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That. I mean, that okay. show yeah. demands to be watched closely, and with each episode leading into into the other. None of the episodes of Watchmen work on their own. They only work as a piece. Mm, disagree. Uh, <laughs> you can. You, you're of course you're allowed to disagree. Like specifically the nostalgia episode. I'm pretty sure works brilliantly on its own. I, um, I, also, I I disagree with that as okay. well. But I think, I, I guess here's here's what I'm thinking. I know this is a big digression from <laughs> fucking Wait, side do to we, Bob. do we ever digress? We'd never digress. Uh, but the, but here's the thing about that is that, again, this is, this is how I like devouring TV and culture is that I like, I loved Watchmen be, because it was weekly, because every week... I would talk to friends at work. I would talk to people about like the recent episode and like I that. can't stand that shit. I love it. I love it so much. That's why I got into Lost so much. Yeah, like I know. Lost I was know. one of my favorite shows I because know. of that environment that was created and I could talk to people, people I didn't know, but also people who did watch it who I knew, but like also just like forums and shit. Like I love that stuff. I love that like developing this weird like I'm I, just so over that. I'm so over it. To me, well, if you don't have gonna, to participate in it. I though. know I don't. I know <laughs> I don't. But also at the same time, I am on the internet, and I and it's almost impossible to avoid, and like and like I get into it. But as soon as I start digging into it, I'm like, fuck this. You don't know the whole story, and the and and it's and it functions so well as as a nine part. If you watch it all at the same time, it functions so well as a whole. And to me, it's why this, the the novel Watchmen is released as a novel, not as a 12-part 
and different issues. Was it originally though? Yeah, it was originally released. It was there were sometimes there were months between yeah, issues, yeah. right? And it like was supposed Falls. it was supposed to come out monthly for a year, but at around the sixth issue mark, Alan Moore ran into a little bit of writing trouble, mm-hmm. figuring out what the fuck he was gonna do. And there were several months that went by before he figured it out. Yeah. And now, do you ever see single issues of Watchmen? No, you only ever see the single novel. It's meant to be seen as one. It's meant to be. I mean, but that's like like saying, oh, you can't buy individual episodes of Lost. You can only buy the seasons because it's meant to. Like, no. Like, I think think there's an argument to be made for things released periodically and and I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I just don't think this that kind of that kind of show is the right kind of show for it. I always get frustrated with serialized with shows that re- rely heavily on serialization that release weekly. I get mm. frustrated by that. Okay. I don't like the nature of cliffhanger endings. I like being able to go and follow the story because I'm a big 24 fan. I was a big 24 fan. You know how I got into it? Watching a full season. Watching them all on DVD. Yeah, on me DVD. Too. Me too. Yeah. That's how <laughs> in I got one day. That's in one day. Yeah. I was trying to do, I was I trying was to see Jack if I could Bauer. do it. I was trying to Jack Bauer it. <laughs> now, if he could do it, then I should be able that's to. Right. He saved the country. So yeah, several times. So could you. And so could I. Um, I guess like my, my thought too is that I think sometimes it, it's nice to have episodes come out weekly because you can really like even if it's not about like theorizing about like what's coming next or anything but you can really like talk about like what did you like about this episode versus if you drop all nine episodes at once of the watchman for example like people are just going to talk about the ending right no one's going to talk about the 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 like really lovely looking glass episode no one's going to talk about the nostalgia like they're going to talk about what happened at the end because everything's and so I think you miss some of that like nuance to some of the stuff that is not as like memorable but is still very important and like I think about like Lost too like if if I don't know season four was all dropped at once people would be talking about The Constant because it's one of the best episodes of television ever made agreed but no one would be (laughs) but no one would be talking about I don't know one of the other episodes in that season. It's been nice, a while since I've nice, watched it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Meet Kevin Johnson. I, I I get your point. Which is a fun episode because that's my brother's name. Right. Um, <laughs> I remember looking at the uh, episode titles because they like release episode titles, and that was one of the fun theorizing corners of that show. Is like, what does what could this episode title mean? And I remember they dropped uh, the first eight episodes of season four. And the eighth episode is called Meet Kevin Johnson. And I'm like, I showed my brother. I'm like, look, it's about you. He's like, oh, shit. It was great. Anyway. I, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying for sure. Uh, I, I For me, Watchmen's like the, the wrong example because I loved that like episode per week like culture. And, and it was exactly the thing that I wanted to avoid, which sure. was the lost theorizing. Sure. Because I like one of the things that 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 brings to me is um i hate going into things with expectations sure or or with my own theories in mind because it it always like and and it's taken me years to train myself to not want some to not watch something to be what i want it to be Mm -hmm. to watch something to be what it is yeah takes careful meditation three hours a day and and having the week thing the 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 week in between uh really puts you into that it makes it hard for me to get out of it. Sure. Um, so, to me, 
episodic shows or shows that can be viewed episodically, like The Mandalorian, work. Right. Like mm-hmm. that. I don't Whereas really you see feel... Watchmen as one big story. I really so it's do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get I it. I really yeah. do. I always have. And I think that's like arguably just the fundamental difference is that I love the theorizing and yeah. the, like talk because it doesn't ultimate like i'm not like oh i was like this theory said this and it would have been better than what they did like i don't give a shit like i'm like no what they give is still what it is but it's fun to have that little little side stuff in between and you don't like that so that makes a lot of sense point being congratulations to damon lindelof and hbo for putting together a show that can be watched in two different ways they did it yeah they nailed it yeah season two coming next year (laughs) all you gotta do is do it again yeah keep keep it up (laughs) yep (laughs) Um, so brother from another series. Yeah. Uh, we've only got 15 minutes left. Oh boy. <laughs> There's a time limit. Here's the thing though. We got about this episode. episode. We got someone co- scheduled to come in. Yeah. I, see. I, I mean, here's the thing about this episode is that it is very good. <laughs> yeah. And so it's hard to talk a lot about it. Um, I love the, like the meta stuff with it, with the Frasier stuff, you know, like bringing in David Hyde Pierce as, Sideshow Bob's brother. I even love the Maris joke. Great. Although, great. frankly, I, I love the Maris joke too. I don't feel like they do Frasier type jokes as well as the writers of Frasier. Like they, they definitely do try to. Oh, you times. think? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the professionals do it the best. <laughs> you, you, you think a completely different writers room <laughs> with a different tone entirely. Now, as a pleb who knows very little about wine, it seemed the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> like their joke about the. Uh, um. Uh, what's the one that he chooses? I mean, it's the it's the wine joke. Yeah, the wine joke yeah. where it's like, oh, listen, I've been in prison, and he, as long as it doesn't taste like orange juice fermented under a radiator, I'll be fine. Well, that'll be this then. Yeah, very funny to it, me. It doesn't matter what the actual names of the wine are. Nope, don't you just, care. You just choose two like random the, ones <laughs> the from idea the rack, and you're that like, one of them uh, is definitely tastes like prison orange drink, and the other one does not. And also, I think they're writing from a point of view of that this is a parody of Frasier. Very right, much. Right. So their jokes don't have to be on the level of Frasier. They just have to evoke it and make it and make you think of Frasier and being like, yeah, it is silly. They don't have to show us a pipe. They just have to show us a picture of a pipe. Exactly. It's yeah. a C-name and peep. Uh, would you Sorry, guys... what? It's a C-name and peep. It's a, I don't get it's it. It's French. It's a, it's a famous painting. Um, By who? Like Magritte or somebody? <laughs> McGruber. Um, the thing about this episode is that the one thing I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we're on the audience is on is in the know with Sideshow Bob. We know that he's not plotting, that he's not doing something evil, but Bart is convinced. It's the zoom to his head. It's the like that yes. tells us I, I hope they have that shampoo. I, I, like. I, I don't think that you're even that us as the audience is convinced that he has truly turned a leaf while he's still in prison, but it is once really, he's out, it's that yeah. shampoo moment. That yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Like, like who knows what he's plotting, it. and it's like, no, he's just thinking about shampoo. It's like, like oh, okay, no, all right. But then, yeah, we get like a lot of moment because I feel like it's it would have been very easy to make the episode seem like he is up to something from an audience perspective, and so you're on Bart's side the entire time. But I think what's brilliant is that they don't do that; that they make it so that Bart seems insane <laughs> for like chasing him down and like spying on him and all it's just like he's just like oh hello bart they even <laughs> you do know? the extra bags under his yeah, eyes yeah yeah it's just i, I think it's a, ver- a really nice touch because it could have very easily just been a very rote uh similar like mystery where it turns out no he wasn't evil cecil was and it's like a a, a turn what's millhouse's one line 
<laughs> I don't even remember him in this episode. <laughs> he's with like when when Bob says hello, yeah. Bart. Oh right, he's B- with Bart him. says that he's uh, plotting something, something nefarious, yeah. something along the lines of that. And Milhouse says maybe he's going to pee in the river. That's it. <laughs> maybe he's going to right. pee in the river. Oh boy! And there's and, your Milhouse moment for yeah. for the episode. Yeah. yeah. He's in almost every episode this season. He's great. Even if it's just one line. He's great. Oh, uh, quite useful. Yeah. But no, but, I, I think it's I think it's a great use of uh this plot uh to not to put the audience in Bob's shoes. Yeah. Definitely. They are very big shoes. They are. Yeah, they are. He's got big feet. Um I know this is I know we, we haven't talked as much about this episode as we'd like. Um but should we go to the reference desk? <laughs> I mean, sure. It's a short one, so. All right. Uh, Brother from Another Planet is the episode title. Uh, it's a movie. Um, Brother, yeah. can you spare two planets? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, because we've, ar- we've already had... The thing is, we've already had Brother from the Same Planet. Yep. And then they're like, let's do that title again, but brother from another series. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison. Yep. Crusty. That's, that's a fun that's bit. That's a fun bit. Uh, Sideshow Bob sings Amazing Grace. Uh, the television show Frasier is heavily uh, referenced throughout. Uh, Ban the Bob, which you mentioned is a Ban the Bomb reference. Uh, Irma Bombeck is a humorist. Yeah. That Bob mentions in the audition scene. It's like, oh, what's that? The new Irma Bombeck novel or something. And I was like, I've never thought about that. And I looked at him, I'm like, oh, it's a real person. Okay. Good work, Simpsons writers. <laughs> uh, here's another joke I never understood Cappadocians. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, so <laughs> Bob's basically saying, like, no one in the world has ever cared about. Be, or wanted no. to strive to be a hydroelectric engineer or whatever. It's a hy- <laughs> hydrological or hydrodynamical engineer, and and specifically as a higher calling. And I would say there's probably many cultures that have actually oh. had that as a. Well, the writers apparently were struggling to figure one out, so they settled on the Cappadocians. Yeah, I mean it's a good Anatolian choice. Sure. Um, I don't know anything about this shit. <laughs> I don't know history. Sidebar, I name my plants at work after hydrological and hydrodynamical engineers like Bill Gore and Bill Story, the guys oh, that boy. designed the Glenmore Reservoir here in Calgary. You are crushingly boring. <laughs> oh, incredibly. <laughs> I name my plants at work after, after hydrological engineers. engineers. Oh boy, yeah, you're one, you're one in a million, Ezra. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> million um, might be an underestimate. <laughs> Batman, uh-huh, of course. Get him, Lease. Yeah, this is a Batman sting. Great animation. Um, and then what's his face? Cecil sings "Top of the World" by the Carpenters. That's it. Down on creation. Yes, it's quite wonderful. Great. Shall we move on to favorite joke? Yes. Ezra, would you like to take us off? Yeah, actually, it's not so much a joke, but as mentioned earlier, I think the Foley work Mm. in this episode, they use one piece of Foley per act, and each one is delivered perfectly. Uh, Just between the 
uh, spring of Sideshow Bob's hair after being pied, the sproing after the coveralls cease to cover all, mm-hmm. and then finally the sound of the pipe as Sideshow Bob slowly rotates <laughs> around it. Oh. Very, good. Very good. Very good. Ah, uh, um, that's great. But also just side... Honorable mention. Uh, honorable mention goes to, for whatever reason, Bart, while he's spying in the restaurant, having in the champagne caddy... A little bit of milk. Just a carton of milk? Yeah. He's a boy. He he's is a, a boy. Little, he's a young boy. He needs his vitamin he can't, R. He can't. Yeah. <laughs> Greg? Um, especially Lisa... <laughs> But especially Bart. Those are that's one of my favorite line deliveries of all time. It's very it's good. Like, Your children are no more than a <laughs> pair of ill-bred troublemakers. And I mean that that's a thing that I use a lot, just like in everyday language. Yeah. Especially Bart. Or especially Lisa. But especially Bart. Especially X, but especially Y. Yes. Yes. It's so funny how angry he is. <laughs> especially Lisa. But especially Bart. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, mine is uh, Bart praying. <laughs> <laughs> and please, God, kill Sideshow Bob. <laughs> it's him or me, oh Lord. <laughs> They're like trying to pry his hands apart. Yeah. <laughs> I find that fair. Marge and Homer's interactions with Bart in this particular episode are very, very funny. Very good. They're great. When they go up there and they try to comfort him, and Marge is doing oh, a good boy. job, and Homer's doing the worst job. <laughs> oh, no. It's Even like a. He's done it so many times before. Yeah, it's like a different version of the Bart, do you want to see with no chainsaw and hockey sure. mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just really bad at this. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, show Bob. But he's got a good heart. He well, does. I mean, again, if we were looking at jerk ass Homer, oh, yeah, I don't like the words that I used. Yeah. Well, okay. You didn't say ass. You said jerk ass. Jerk ass. Yeah, it's a different word. So it feels uncomfortable. It's a suffix. <laughs> but yeah, like if a later Homer were talking to Bart in this situation, it would not have even been with that modicum of delicacy. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, th- I think this one's handled quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like the idea of like having to pry his hands apart, like <laughs> that'll stop the prayer. Like yeah, it'll, you know, stop him before it'll, it sends. It'll sever the link. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. This is a great MVP. Episode. Good up. Um, my MVP for this episode is um, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer with a bullet. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say Sideshow Bob, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's he truly inhabits not. the role. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. He's great. He's I'm, so good. Uh, yeah, with us, and he's a. It's a perfect ending to his character's yeah. arc. Sending, and he never came back we again. S- we send you off with a salute, yep. sideshow Bob, on this main feed of Two Bad Neighbors, an encyclopedic <laughs> podcast of all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. We'll never see you again. Um, I think that's it. Good Can work, I, everyone. Well done. Can Please. I plug stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Please do. All right. Uh, Simpsons trivia: five-year anniversary here in Calgary, February fifteenth. That's a Saturday. It's going to be our fourth annual Diorama Rama. So, yeah. Will be Love Day themed? Perhaps. But you'll have to ask Adam and Shy about that. Fair enough. Um, follow uh, us on, on, on Twitter at WooHooYYC. Find the uh, group on Facebook, hashtag Time for Chili. 
Um, and also for oil paintings of ships, follow at oil paintings of ships on Instagram. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Ezra. Uh, one in a million. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. You can uh, email us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can, of course, subscribe to our Patreon. $2 a month gets you everything all our bonus content, all our back catalog, all that good stuff. And if you want to listen to any more Boathouse Studios podcasts, make sure to listen to the Cinevals and Y Academy, all on the Boathouse Network feed on the other, on the other one. The there other one. Go. Yeah. Go, go, go elsewhere for go it. Go find that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that's it. Uh, also, leave us a review on iTunes or, you know, I don't know, wherever. Yeah, they let all us, help. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Oh, I've Did got you thoughts. hate our rant about television? It was a long one. Let us know. <laughs> but this episode's great, so hope you enjoy it, and we'll talk to you later. And <laughs> Through the outro. Stay safe and stay healthy. Keep watching the ski. <laughs>